this is Jarf from the Cosmic Geppetto Podcast. You should check out our pod because our growing armada of panelists is exploring the multiverse for you in search of the best in comics, movies, books, TV, sports, and whatever else we feel like and working to make fan culture more inclusive. We may not always agree on everything, but hey, that's what keeps it interesting. That makes me pretty upset as well. Um, <laughs> I was real cool with you until you know, you had to throw that song out. Oh, so by the end of the episode, Michael and Katie are friends. You are from Michael are enemies. See, you guys just changed the, the tagline of the podcast where relationships are found and broken. <laughs> you can find our show at CosmicGeppetto.com. That's Geppetto with two P's and two T's. Join our listeners page at facebook.com slash cosmic geppetto and follow us on Twitter at cosmic underscore geppetto. Everybody, welcome back to Point Break Minute, brah. We're back again. Talk about the moments and the minutes or whatever. And uh, yeah, oh, and uh, I gotta go. Sorry, guys. It's cool hanging out though. Chill. Woo. Oh, hey guys. Uh, I sorry I'm late for the podcast recording again. It just keeps happening. <laughs> um, did, was some someone just here? I have no idea. I I I, I think he was a surfer. Just based on the like super dated lingo, uh, yeah. Okay, well, interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. That, I he, guess like, I guess a surfer caught would... a wave and hung ten out. Yeah, I mean, I guess a surfer would be interested in watching Point Break. We should have we should have someone actually surfs like be a guest on this at some point. But it's too bad he had to go. Anyway, uh, yeah, he um, could have been a guest. Uh, welcome to Point Break Minute. Uh, I'm Murren Kennedy. I'm Jessa Lowe. And once again, we have Helen Roundhill. Hi, Helen. How's it going? So good. Sweet, Jessa. How's it going? Doing well, thanks. Awesome. All right, so we're on minute nine now. Uh, it begins with uh, they control the room well. And uh, it ends with, I believe that was Gary Busey saying that line. And it ends with uh, this dude, FBI agent, with a very, very square haircut. Super square. Hang, hang ten, pap is like totally radical, dude. Did that sound kind of like the guy that was here earlier? I mean, it, it he sure said it's kind of like a yeah, bad yeah, yeah. surfer. Yeah, weird. So weird. Yeah, maybe that was the guy who was here. But yeah, this guy's sort of <laughs> making fun of uh, old uh, Agent Pappas for uh, his his theory, which we get introduced to uh, kind of through that. Uh, we go into it a little more later, but um, uh, we can infer from this minute that uh, Angelo Pappas, Gary B, we'll just call him Gary Busey. He's just he's always just Gary Busey. Uh, he believes that the the bank robbing gang, the ex presidents, are surfers, and we'll find out why in later minutes. Which, but not this minute. No, we don't have we not don't get the full theory yet. But it's funny to me that these fellow FBI agents think that this is so outlandish and so crazy in LA that surfers 
could be bank robbers. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's definitely silly, but. But it's, I feel like I feel like you would definitely have a low opinion of surfers in LA clogging mm, up your beaches, hitting yeah. on your girls, being complete waste of space and beach bums. Yeah, like, especially if you know these guys are FBI agents, so they are the opposite of that. They yeah, are very. They have true. the crew cuts and the suits, and they're just like they totally. And yeah, they would be anybody. Disdained. Anybody who could pull off a heist like this has to be smarter than the, yeah. than than the the smartest guy in the room, right? Yeah. And so they're like, oh, they can't be surfers because that would be embarrassing to us. Yeah, that's a really good point. And that brings oh, me that to... that is a good point. Yeah, and that brings me to some of the other stuff they talk about, which is uh, they, Gary Busey talks about how um, how smart they are. They're basically, they do everything just right. Keanu Reeves says they're surgical. They're in and out, 90 seconds. Dick and Ronnie know their jobs, as he says. That's a... Uh, as you talked about, sort of uh, Nixon and uh, Reagan are kind of the Being two... Being awfully familiar with them. He's yeah. He is calling them by their nicknames already. Um, yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, Gary Busey Dick says and uh, <laughs> Dick and Ronnie. That Gar- just that sounds like that sounds like um like a, 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 a oh gosh what are they called? <laughs> it sounds like one of those. It, uh, it sounds like the title of a television show, Dick and Ronnie. Yeah, it sounds like Dick one of those. Ronnie against the world. It's <laughs> yeah. Uh, it sounds like one of those shows that that casting director might have uh, yeah. casted for, like uh, Lynn and Angela or whatever. Franklin and Bash. Franklin and Bash. <laughs> <laughs> Dick speaking, and Ronnie. Speaking of Franklin and Bash, just a very quick side note. I talked, I believe, in minute six about the craft and yeah. and uh, um, Clueless and Andrew, our previous guest, challenged me to find a connection between the two, and it was so easy. I can't believe I just. Thought of it, Breckenmeyer of Franklin and Bash fame is in he is, is in, in both movies. Oh my god, he's in both movies in very very similar roles. So Weird. he's the How he's could, the bridge. I can't believe I forgot that either. I'm glad I got to bring that up again because I'm sure there were people all all our millions of listeners were screaming at their millions. their podcast devices like, "Come on, it was Breckenmeyer. He's in both movies. Come on, guys." Oh, I heard around the world. Yeah. I heard nothing, so... You okay, know. I think we're probably safe. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back to this minute. Point <laughs> break. This isn't the craft minute. This isn't Clueless minute. Clueless minute already exists. Um, yeah, they, they know their jobs. Uh, they also bring up something that uh, applies to the last minute. Um, they they surgical. They separate the dye pack. That's what... Which, right, which back we back and watch the previous minute. Mm-hmm. You can totally see the dye pack. Okay, yeah. But in in that in the moment where they shoot it, or mm-hmm. oh yeah. oh I apologize. That's okay, I... Helen. I wasn't as we've established as well. Even if I watch a minute twice right before we record, I don't remember it very well. So like I wasn't entirely goldfish. sure. Like a goldfish. Yep, like a goldfish. So yeah, uh, they separate the die pack. Uh, so we've we've established that now that Keanu Reeves has been watching the footage. Um, we also uh, get these two douches coming up and just, like, there's these total, like... Douche in a suit. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, square... Square haircuts. Yeah. Square shoulders. Yeah. This one guy look, has a square. very, very square buzz cut, like a crew like a cut. And the other guy has, like, just really <laughs> slicked, you know, combed hair. And he'd come over and, like, hey, when you're finished jerking off to MTV, we got to look at these videotapes. And... 
Which we need to talk about because, like, they 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 drop the M- MTV reference, and we, as we we discussed uh, uh, in the the last minute, um, the, the MTV Most Desirable Man War Awards, like, mm-hmm. like, is it a callback? Is it because I don't I don't know whether the awards happened before or after well, this it, movie. It was for the movie. It, it was, was like based on Point Break. It was like. Uh, most of all, nail for Keanu Reeves for Point Break or Patrick Swayze for Point Break. Oh, okay. So, so, so this happened after the fact. So, yeah. it was a sort of best actor in two two best actors in a single movie sort okay. of situation. That kind of like two ruins my dreams because actors. yes, yes. Um, but that kind of ruins my dreams because I was kind of hoping that like that they were doing a call out. They were doing a call out, being like, "Stop masturbating to yourselves, guys." You know? <laughs> yeah, jerking off to MTV. I wonder, like, how common was that? I mean, there's probably some music videos. I mean, yeah. what t-shirt yeah. contests, right? That oh, was that on MTV? Thing. I don't oh. know. Like Spring yeah. Break, you know, on MTV. Oh, okay. oh yeah, okay. yeah. I've like, really uh, never. Good Girls Gone Wild or whatever. Yeah. Good Girls Gone Wild. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good Girls. Well, yeah. I hope they're good. Um, yeah, I guess so. So I guess that might be actually a thing. But uh, yeah, these two guys come up and they they're basically seem to have authority over uh, Pappas and uh, Johnny Utah here. Yeah, but I'm sorry, his name is Johnny Utah? Utah? Oh, yeah, we did. I'm sorry, his name is Johnny Utah? <laughs> oh, yes, I'm, I'm, I forgot that we uh, these minutes don't establish Keanu Reeves' character name. Johnny Utah? <laughs> yep, that is his name. Jimmy Nevada. <laughs> Or was it Steve Hawaii? Steve Hawaii, yeah. Uh, well, I think on the Wikipedia page it said something of like uh, to the effect Dave that it was Montana. supposed to Dave Montana. No, actually, that's not a bad one. Well, like, it's supposed to be. I think they said it was a combination of Joe Montana and Johnny Unitas, and that's where uh, I got it from. So, and he's a football player. He was a college football player before joining the FBI. So Johnny Utah, Utah's landlocked. You like you you can't be a, a surfer. Well, he's new to LA as well. He's new to LA. Yeah, he yeah, just got here from... He got posted in L.A. Although I don't know if he requested it or not. I don't know. We talked about that earlier. Okay. We, we don't know. Uh, yeah. These two guys, one of which is... We have a... Uh, yeah, it's, very, it's a guy with a very square haircut and another guy with a very sort of blonde, parted hair. Uh, his name is Babbitt, as we find out. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, we get... Um, they just seem to be all over these guys. And uh, just sort of treat them like dirt. And that's sort of uh, reinforcing what we see earlier from the the um, brick, the drop two bricks in the pool guy who's kind of dismissive and uh, making fun of Gary Busey. And these guys seem to be doing the same thing. Yeah. They, I mean, if anybody's going to be a Blue Flame special, it's these two chumps. Oh, yeah. A Blue so. Flame special. Well, I don't know if they are. Are they Blue Flame specials? I mean, because they, they're buttheads. They are buttheads. So. But, Isn't that uh, the point of a blue flame special? Well, I think a blue flame special is more like a wild card. No, I feel like a blue flame special is just more like a stupid butt. Like I don't know. We're back to butts. We're always yeah. back to butts. Forever butts. <laughs> Forever. I'm gonna get that tattooed now. Forever butts. Forever butts. <laughs> um. I feel like the point of a blue flame special is like a guy who's new. He's young, dumb, full of cum. He's mm-hmm. lighting his farts on fire. And that's what these guys seem like, don't they? Don't they like seem like the epitome of that? I guess so, but they're no, also they very... They seem like schoolyard bullies. They're, they're kind yeah. of, yeah, stiff suits too, though. They're not, yeah. I feel like they're, you know, very into well, sort just of... just because they have suits on doesn't make them good people. 
They're definitely not good people. Well, they're, yeah. they're they're assholes. No, they seem they seem like they grew up like stealing lunch money and yeah. and and kicking people around. Yeah, they might as well have like pushed the uh, and, Keanu Reeves and they essentially and... like got up to the level that they are at by pushing everyone down. Yeah, yeah, that's what you get from this. They might as well have like walked up and taken their lunch money and like pushed them on the ground and yeah. like we're gonna take these videotapes. Like they think yeah. they're the shit, but they I mean, might not actually what they did. be that good. They just turned. They like walked through while. Um, BC and Keanu Reeves were having this very important discussion. They're yep. fairly calmly analyzing this crime scene and they're being totally respectful and nice. And then these two like buttheads come through. They're just like, meh, and like turn everything off and are like, you're so stupid. They're jerks. They are jerks. I wanted to bring up uh, one more line before we sort of get to the end of the minute. Uh, we already kind of talked about the end of the minute, but. Gary Busey says they're 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 uh, they vanish the gang the ex presidents okay. they vanish like a virgin on prom night. Oh my god! And I had to rewind it while I was watching this minute to make sure he didn't just pelvic thrust Keanu Reeves. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! I did not did notice he? that. He didn't, but oh. it looked like he did. Oh man! So I was like, "Holy shit!" And then rewound it. I was like, "Oh no, he didn't." Yeah, but I wouldn't have been surprised considering it was Gary Busey. But I actually have to say, he kind of keeps it level-headed in this minute. He's yeah. He kind of he's a fairly he comes off as almost a normal person. Scary Gary, we might have uh, underestimated you. Oh, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Girl, it's just this minute. There's there's yet to come. There's much yet to come of the Buse, the Buster. The king of teeth, as we've been calling him. King yeah. of teeth. Oh my goodness. We haven't really, has so many connotations. We haven't seen many of his teeth yet, but we will. I mean, whenever he's on the screen, you see his teeth. A little bit, but he, I mean, he hasn't done a full on... We notice his teeth in this. Yeah, not Although, not he would need some fucking nauseous to make that, like, noise that... He does, yeah. He, yeah, they like, vanish like they vanish like a virgin on prom night. night. They vanish... Yep. <laughs> it's very, very, it cuts very, through yeah. like a knife. Yeah. Like teeth. Like whistly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you you expect that sound to be like the sound of the wind sort of carrying all the virgins away, but no, it's, it's like... <laughs> Whoa, it's <my> no! <laughs> <laughs> Every time he But will. it's prom night! It's prom night, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's not... The virgins aren't vanishing uh, by their own choosing. They're just... <laughs> they're just... They're just... They aren't weighted down by the... <laughs> by... Uh, they're, 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 not weighted, they're not weighted down by the wages of sin, and yes. therefore they're easily carried off by breezes. Yes. What? Oh my god. Well, okay, but then, but then I have to ask about this. This line is like, "Vanish like a virgin on prom night." Like she's Scarper. She's just like, "Oh hey, thanks for prom gone," or it's prom night, and suddenly there's one less virgin in the in the world. I think that's what he means. It's oh, like, yeah, good point. I didn't think of that. I, th- I thought of it as like, oh, I'm a virgin. I don't want to be here. But yeah. what if he's like, not a no, virgin anymore after prom like, night? I think that's, I, like, like, I think that's he, the intent. Like, it's popular on prom night to fuck people. Like, in American Pie, they all fuck on prom night. And, like, it's like, that's I like the stereotypical thing. It's like you lose apparently. your virginity on prom night. I didn't even go to prom. I didn't. I know. You know. That's, that's, that's why I felt like I had to explain that. Oh. Well, thank you. I missed No, that. I mean, that sounded really pathetic and sad and really demeaning. I meant more like you went to a different high school where there's like 12 kids in the entire high school. That's so true. So it wouldn't be normal like that. Yeah. 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 I yeah. meant that like, I love you. Oh, I know. I know. I, know. <laughs> I have to take offense to it. Okay. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I kind of like that uh, explanation that it's like 
their virginity vanishes. Right. But because apparently you and I are uh, like daisies or something, yeah. you know, um, we, have, uh, we yeah. were like, we are... did they get blown away by the wind? <laughs> or were they like Cinderella? <laughs> like they had to be home by midnight and they just ran away from the situation? That makes sense to me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh my god! I sounded really mean. I'm sorry. No, no, no you not didn't even sound mean at all. I'm glad. I'm glad at now the ripe old age of thirty, I understand this American tradition. Fi- finally, get it. Finally, understand. What is this prom? Oh my gosh, that totally makes that moment in What Women Want make sense. Where mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where he's all freaked out about her going to prom with her boyfriend. Oh my god! Exactly. Exactly. I okay yes this all makes sense now thank you I mean <laughs> we don't need to go on about this too much longer but the way he says it vanishing like a virgin he's talking about like the person so it does I mean it could go either way it could be like oh I've never I don't it's, but I guess if, I mean, if you although if you're a virgin kind of a dark tone like it vanishes like her ideals <laughs> <laughs> like all moral compass <laughs> that she has no uh, wow. uh, but vanishing like if you're a virgin. Would you want to have your first time be on prom night? Not at all. You don't think I, that's a common thing? No, no. I remember specifically speaking to my boyfriend at the time and was like, if you think that's going to happen, meh, 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 meh. And like him saying like, no, that's stupid. And like to do that. So. Well, I feel like it's so stressful. At least my prom was stressful. Same. Um, of, of just like, it's supposed to be this like pinnacle of yeah. all things wonderful and you're yeah. so stressed out about making it perfect this is how i imagine weddings are by the way yeah, yeah. like imagine like imagine in the days like people still do this obviously like some places but like getting married and like not having sex before that and just having like the first time that's like, horrifying gosh, god that'd be imagine? that'd be the worst there would be so much like pressure yeah, to even perform? more built up yeah I feel like maybe now, like, the more modern, like, thing for us, you're right, Marin, is, like, or, you know, it's, like, uh, prom night is now the new wedding night. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That's deep. Wow. Mm. That's sort of that marker into adulthood. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. Wow. And it's, but it's still that, like, and this is, this is another thing that I find kind of weird about prom is, like, his, is just how important it is to get the perfect dress and the perfect hair mm-hmm. and the perfect nails and for it to be, yes. you know, it, and it, for the theme to be perfect, you know, yeah. stairway to heaven, whatever it happens to be. Enchantment um, under the sea. Enchantment <laughs> under the sea. Right. Um, and for that, like, all of this, like, pressure around this moment that, quite frankly, you are going to be embarrassed about for the rest of your mm-hmm. own life. Yeah, but yeah, that's true. It is kind of like getting all the right things. It is kind of like a practice wedding. Ew. Yeah. Oh, that's it's got really gross. deep and really kind of sad. Are we yeah. still talking about Point Break? No, we're not. Not oh, at all. Okay. It just, just went on a huge tangent, I mean, but that's cool. I mean, but like, yeah, it's a very, this is a very charged 
minute because not only do we have well the, at least the that vanish, one line right wait but not only do we have the vanish like a virgin on prom night but they also like two seconds later like stop jacking off to mtv like yeah. there is so much sexual harassment happening in this That's hazy true. hazy like oh. office space yeah we haven't talked about the haze yet but we'll get to that it's yeah in so a minute. hazy it's so hazy it's but so hazy but 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 there's so much sexual harassment there's like, a, yeah is, is it are they playing up the like locker room talk aspect of it is it just the noise again yeah I mean, well the director makes it pretty clear when he says to johnny utah you're young dumb full of cum which is totally inappropriate to say to somebody oh, it's hugely inappropriate yeah that's pretty bad but i mean yeah. we've talked about the the screenwriter of this movie uh, a couple times now w peter illith and maybe maybe it literally I looks like he walked off of a Chris Rock, not Chris Rock. Oh my God, <laughs> Kid Rock concert. Ew! Yeah. Oh no. He looks like kind of a gross guy. He has a cigar. Yeah. Anyway, you've heard it all before. He's. It seems like the sort of guy who might, who looks like he might write these lines. And and the question is like, was he writing them, being like, oh yeah, this is going to inform so much about this situation, or was he like, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I think it was more the latter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but to his credit, I feel like I've learned a lot about the work environment in this hazy, hazy office. It's probably not inaccurate, honestly. The FBI yeah. office in the 90s is like, and we, and we saw earlier minutes, like, all the men are in suits and all the women look like secretaries. Like, they Ew. look at these oh. old dresses. Ew. And it just, it, I mean, I'm sure. They're like, the, they're like, they're like, like desk cowboys. Like, yeah, pretty yeah. Pretty much. It, that's what it looks like in the beginning. And I mean, obviously, I mean, we haven't met any female characters yet, except for Miss Deer. Who yeah. uh, just, just handed a folder, and that's and what I'm she does. And I'm still not convinced that wasn't just a line flub that he forgot the character's name and just called her Miss Miss um, Dear uh, Hun, you know, like something like Ew. that. Yeah, gross. Yeah, so they're definitely kind of they're all kind of except well, at least you know except for maybe Keanu Reeves and Gary Busey, who maybe are a little bit better, but the rest of them are definitely portrayed as uh, assholes, dickheads. Keanu Reeves is a perfect dumb angel. Yes. Don't besmirch his name. I wasn't. Good. Maybe I wasn't. I, I shouldn't have even spoken a slight to him. He's Thank he's a perfect you. dumb angel. All right. Well, we talked about prom a lot. <laughs> Anything else about this minute you want to add? <sighs> no, I'm good. I think I'm good. There's a lot of talking in this minute. We we sort of it's a lot of setup. Yeah. 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 I I like the the surgical aspect. I think was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, like. They separated the dye pack from surgical, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the, I, but but then I also have to like call back to they threw a wad of cash in the air and shot it with a gun and yeah, giggled maniacally and giggled maniacally. Like <laughs> none of that says surgical to yeah. me. But Nikki, on the the, the security <laughs> at footage, least I hope not. Like if I am in surgery, I really don't want somebody like, huh, we got her appendix out. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <Bang! laughs> Good work, everyone. <laughs> I hope not. But I, I, I mean, he sees that part. But uh, on the security footage, he can't hear what they're saying, too. So he doesn't know that they're like giggling oh, and sc- I mean, and doing Nixon impressions. And I mean, I guess he can see the butts. He can see the butts. Well, that's that's again. Like, let's come back to the butts. Um, like that we wasn't have a previous a minute, but I'll allow it. Camera angle, but we can't hear. What's actually happening in the room? Yeah. I feel like this bank has their priorities a little bit askew. Perhaps. Or perhaps I think askew. it's illegal, though, to record audio 
without people knowing, but I mm-hmm. could be wrong. Yeah, I've never heard of security footage having having audio to it. It's usually silent, I think. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess that makes sense. I guess. I guess. I guess. Mm-hmm. But still, still, but... back to surgical, nothing about... Uh, nothing about throwing a lot of cash in the air and shooting yes. it with a gun says yes. surgical to me. But it seems maybe they're just so good at robbing banks that they can fuck around and still nail it. Like they, or they, they just put it in like the a, timeline, like a like a, a virtuoso it's, violinist it's like throwing in a version. few extra notes. It's the Scrubs version of surgical. <laughs> oh, speaking of <laughs> <Yeah>. Scrubs, <laughs> John C. McGinley is in this movie. Oh well, there we go. Anyway. <laughs> All right. I think that's about it for this uh, minute number nine of Point Break. Um, It's time for recommendations, which we will do very, very well this time. (laughs) (laughs) I'll start off. Uh, I I saw Blade Runner 2049. It's been out for a little while now. Probably. I was going to say a lot of people have seen it. Actually, that's not true. It has not. It has underperformed at the box office. So go see that. I'll talk about it just a little bit. It, um, okay. I, I enjoyed it. I like the first one better, uh, for sure. Um, it's a flawed movie, but I love it. And this one almost was not flawed enough. In some ways, it was like too perfect. Um, and that, really? and that took it away. Took a little bit away from me in a way. Like it was just everything was pristine, and I don't know. That was one thing that I didn't quite like about it. And uh, also the story. Um, so first of all, like it looks amazing, it sounds amazing, everything is done so well. The acting, for the most part, is good. Uh, there's a few that weren't quite, didn't quite work for me. Jared but, Leto. Yeah. Uh, it, what, what, I need to hear it? everything. Was it? Was it? Oh, oh J- well, I, I don't want to spoil this. Uh, okay. But yeah, Jared Leto is. He, uh, it occurred to me at one point, he's basically doing an impression, it sounds like he's doing an impression of, uh, Hugo Weaving as, uh, Agent Smith. Everything kind of sounds like this. It's like a little bit, uh, he he does kind of a voice and it's not necessary and he, every line kind of has the same weight to it. Uh, so I didn't Mm. really like Jared Leto that much, but he didn't ruin the movie in any way. He's only in two scenes. Um, and, uh, one of them is really gross. Uh, and I really? like, yeah, there's a really gross kind of, uh, a little bit gratuitous nudity scene with him in it. Not him nude, but yeah, that was, that was another, anyway, uh, everything <laughs> looked great for the most part. Um, the main issue I had was the story, uh, was not, uh, it's basically about, you know, androids, humanoid, you know, it's, we've seen it in all sorts of things at this point. And it didn't take the story to a point that surprised me in a world where Battlestar Galactica exists, where Westworld exists, where Ex Machina exists, where AI exists, where, uh, you know, all these movies that have explored this topic. And I feel like there have been, where, where her exists. Um, it didn't take, it didn't further the discussion enough for me. I feel like that was my main issue. It was kind well, of, you, oh, sorry. You kind of, uh, it was all, the story was all thing, you know, it was all story elements that I'd seen in other movies, I felt like. And I was and ex- you're, I mean, you love, like, robot stuff. Like, this is your shit. And robot stuff. Uh, and robot stuff. Oh, my God. That's a good I'm word. Sorry. Okay. Robot. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm really I into robots. I for butt stuff. I'm fluent in over three million forms of butt stuff. <laughs> That's that joke is stolen from from Christian. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I I enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, I'm also I'm gonna say I'm also a big fan of Battlestar Galactica and all all the other movies that I just mentioned. Uh, so yeah, it was good, but it didn't uh, take the narrative as far as I wanted it to. Uh, for uh, being you know, it kind of took it to a logical place, a little too logical maybe. So and how was uh, Ryan Gosling? That's another thing. Uh, I love Ryan Gosling in Drive. And I like him in other things. I like him in Lars and the Real Girl. He's 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 good. I like Ryan Such Gosling. A good movie. Yeah, that's that's a that's kind of an underrated. I don't know, maybe a little I, underrated I would say, movie. I would say underrated movie. When I, I when I saw the trailer for Lars and the Real Girl, I was like, that looks terrible. Yeah. And then I saw it, and I was like, that's a really good movie. Oh yeah, no, I definitely had to get talked into watching that movie. Yeah, but it's it's good. That's a good movie. So he's he's a good actor. I like Ryan Gosling. I almost, I mean, this is not a spoiler. Ryan Gosling plays a replicant in this movie. He's not human. Um, and I feel like he's, he's too. So good. He's too good to be human. Yeah. Like, that's just a real life. I know, but I, I what I like, I mean, okay, so this is turning into a whole thing. Half this podcast <laughs> is going to be about Blade Runner. About Blade Runner <laughs> but no, I can't stop now. Um, in the original. Stop me or, now. All right, sorry. Okay. <laughs> going to have a good time. Um, you have to. Uh, in the original Blade Runner, not the original, but the final cut, uh, Ridley Scott uh, pushed the narrative that Harrison Ford's Rick Deckard is a replicant and he doesn't know it that is uh spoiler alert for blade runner if you haven't seen the original oh my god oh um everything so but what i like about that idea is that if harrison ford is a replicant um he comes off as a very human replicant he's like harrison ford is just he's gruff and he's just very just like a guy Uh, um and i like that idea that they've they've gotten so far with this technology that they're just seem human and I feel like Blade Runner 2049 takes place 30 years later, and Ryan Gosling comes off as a very robotic robot. He's such a clinical... I mean, I, I yeah. haven't seen Lars He's a, in The Real Girl, but having seen him in that one movie, um, the boxing one... Um, oh, yeah. Uh, God. Uh, yeah, the one reason uh, Thailand. Thailand. Yeah. yeah. So that's, having that's seen him in movie. that one and Drive... And then the other movies I've seen him in, he's always so cold mm-hmm. and like clinical. Like he's never, um, yeah, anything but smooth. And like I don't know, I don't, I don't really like him very much. I think he's kind of greasy, but not My as greasy heart. as Jared Leto. My I'm heart. Well, he- Helen and I will be over here appreciating Ryan Gosling, but yes. that <laughs> aside, that, um, but. Uh, yeah, I just he was. I wanted to see him do do a more warm human performance to counteract the fact that, because we know from the start that he's a replicant. So I okay. felt like he played it a little bit too cold for, okay. for, for me, at least. I mean, maybe, I mean, who knows whether it was the director or him that sort of went that direction, but um, yeah, I would have, I, I like Ryan Gosling and I was happy. I was excited to see him, but I feel like I, I would have liked to see him like kind of play a more flawed replicant, like, like uh, Harrison Ford w- would. Hmm. Like does it. he know he's a replicant? He uh yes he does. So maybe that's oh, part maybe, maybe that's, that's part, part of it. it. Maybe that's part of it. Since he's, he knows he's, he's since a replicant. Since he knows he's a replicant, he has no strive to to appear otherwise. Yeah, that's a really good point. To embrace humanity. I mean I'll have to think about that more. To to explore his own humanity since he is Yeah. Or, he or knows to he's... resist any like you know urges or or to learn yeah. societal norms. That's making me think about it in a whole new way actually. And I I mean I, after this, this recommendation has gone on for like seven minutes now, but um, <laughs> I, I I enjoyed it. I recommend it. Go see it if you like film at all. Like even if you haven't seen the original, you kind of don't have to. I mean, you should see the original, but uh, just well, if you enjoy film, go see it. 
even you know even with my sort of uh, you know qualified recommendation i totally recommend it despite oh, awesome. despite my despite my reservations all right and scene on the blade runner <laughs> recommendation let's move on what about you helen what do you uh, recommend well so we we lightly touched on the surfer thing today um which means i'm going to have to like recommend um one of my favorite like surfer parodies um uh the play not the movie psycho beach party um, I don't know that. Oh, it is so much fun. It's uh it's it's basically making fun of the like beach blanket bingo movies with like the uh Gidget in the sixties. Mm-hmm. Um the like young impressionable girl who just wants to surf. Um right. Uh very, very silly, very like uh you know, teen drama that never really gets that dramatic. Uh except in Psycho Beach Party, um it takes that cast of characters of the like all American surfer dude, the, his his like kind of airhead girlfriend, um, and recast them so that our digit uh, stand-in Chicklet is actually insane, like <laughs> multiple awesome. personalities Chiclet. in a sixteen-year-old girl. Um, so she's at one point like a dominatrix and a male model and the, like a, a, a Safeway clerk girl from Georgia. And like, she like switches back and forth between all of these personalities and confuses the fuck out of everyone. Um, and then goes on kind of like a head shaving murder spree. Um, Okay. So, but head, not but, a head shaving murder spree. Oh yeah, she like runs around with a straight razor trying to shave people. Okay, heads. so it's exactly what it sounds. It's like. exactly what it sounds like. She doesn't actually murder anyone, but she tries to. Like you know, and then it turns into this whole like, like psychological like, how did this poor girl turn into this um, kind of aspect? But everyone around her, except for her overbearing mother, is a surfer dude or a giggly girl. Nice. Awesome. And it is so much fun. So awesome. that sounds awesome. Check that I'm out. literally Googling yeah. it right now. <laughs> but don't watch the movie. Just don't. Okay. <laughs> Just so play. yeah, that's my recommendation. Nice. I actually, yeah, I, Helen and I are both actors. That's how we met doing yeah. Cymbeline together, mm-hmm. which will be over by the, the time this. Shakespeare. Shakespeare. But yeah, I, I actually haven't seen uh, Psycho Beach Party before, I, so I'll have to I, check I that suggest out. it. it, it I've heard of a couple productions of it. Really, really good. Or really, really terrible. Either way, like right. it's either it's either like a really interesting parody or a train wreck of a show that you're gonna want to drink through, and that's okay. Oh yeah, well I'll yeah. I'll go to, I'll go to either of those. <laughs> yeah. All right. How about you? Um. So I'm gonna recommend. Um. When we were thinking about butt movies, yeah, last <laughs> minute. Um, Never have too many of those way too many of those so i this is not a butt movie this is something that i was wondering if there are butts in it but there most decidedly aren't and that is going to be the tv series not the movie although i do recommend the movie of fargo um Mm. and i love the movie fargo it's my favorite movie of all time and so I was very, very skeptical of the series. And I'm going to kind of just talk about the first season, not the second season. Well, the second season's good. It's completely different. Um, but the first season has Billy Bob Thornton, which would normally be a 
uh, Ida would not want to watch him in a movie kind of thing. Hmm. But he's amazing and incredible, and the acting is amazing and incredible, and it has the same um, precision and weirdness and eccentricity that um, a Coen Brothers movie has, while also being like horribly disturbing and um, intense and um, you know everything you want out of it. That's a Coen Brothers movie. Um, while I was watching it, I kept on thinking, like, why am I wasting my time going to work and doing other things when I could be home watching this? Yeah. Um, could not recommend it highly enough. Yeah. I mean, to me, I've, I've watched it, too. Like, I don't know. I, I like my Battlestar Galactica. That's one of my favorite shows. Game of Thrones is great. Like, there are these great shows. Fargo might be the best TV show I've ever seen. I would say, you know, the as first a- season die hard breaking bad fan and loving the sopranos as well the sopranos is great the wire is great both of those i, I wow. agree yeah I've, I've seen the sopranos so basically if i want to get anything done i should not watch this show i think so okay. there's only 10 episodes in the first season yeah it's short and i think 10 of this the second season is 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 good too but the first season is phenomenal yes and it, the it, se- second season is completely different in a very fun way um, like they they have an amazing use of music, which I feel like I don't always see in a Coen Brothers movie. Um, and I liked the characters were they had a, a, a few more charming characters in this one that you know you wanted to be on the ride with. But um, mm. yeah, yeah, it does a really good job paying homage to Coen Brothers movies yeah, in a way that I I thought would be. A turnoff, but it actually it works beautifully. And the second oh, well. the second season takes that further in a very strange way, kind yes. of like it it does that even more, and it it gets it like it it gets into the Coen Brothers references that are like the weird Coen Brothers movies. Yes, and that's uh, it's it's interesting. You're right. Like it'd be more of the Barton Fink um, level of stuff rather than I feel like Fargo's the first season is more like. Fargo the movie or um, Blood Simple. Yeah. More along those lines. Yeah. And then um, the second season but brings out a little kudos bit more to the second the... season. I fucking hate the actor Jesse Plemons because I hate the character he played in Breaking Bad. And, and I, I love Jesse Plemons because I love the character he played in Friday Night Lights. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so we have very different first I, impressions of him. I come him. from this place of whenever I see him, I'm like, oh my God, you are going to do horrible things. I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to spoil Breaking Bad for anybody. But you are going to do horrible things, and I hate you. But he actually changed my mind and created a very lovely character on um, the second season of Fargo. So kudos to you, Jesse Plummins. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that like half that episode was recommendations, (laughs) but (laughs) that's okay. It was fun. That's okay. Uh, So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it to a a close here. Um, Thank you to the Pod Fathers, Alex and Pete of Star Wars Minute, for starting us on this journey. And uh, be sure to rate, subscribe, review on iTunes. You can also check out this podcast on pointbreakminute.buzzsprout.com. Anything else? I don't have anything else. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you so much, Helen Roundhill. (laughs) Oh, two two episodes in a row. Uh, Yeah, thank you so much, Helen Roundhill. Uh, Yeah, it was great having you on. Um, And uh, we'll catch you next time on The Waves with Point Break Minute, brah.
Gary Busey. <laughs> Did you know about the Facebook group, Point Break Minute Listener Surf Shop? Join up and talk about my movie, Point Break. Post your casting suggestions for another Point Remake or point out inaccuracies. You can also email the hosts at pointbreakminute at gmail.com and they might read your letter on the air. Also, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. I'd really appreciate it. Two bricks coming up. Woohoohoo!